What's going on, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the MSU Gamers Fantasy Football Podcast. It is your hosts, Yones and Serge. Um, we have to apologize real quick. We took the week off for Thanksgiving. Um, so hopefully you guys had a great one with, with your families and social distance and all that. I know Girls Point probably didn't social distance as much, but we'll leave that uh, you know as it may. Uh, so let's bring in our co-host here, Serge. What's going on, man? How's your Thanksgiving? What's up? How's it going? You know, it's good. Spent it out in Gross Point. Uh, no one's social distancing whatsoever. Um, it's really good just catching up with, you know, the Satrell family, their loved ones. Everyone in that town seems to be related somehow. I'm shocked. <laughs> it's not, I'm shocked it's not in Alabama. For being this far north, it should be in Alabama. Um, you know, just kind of chilled out there. Got to follow some of the Satrell family uh, traditions on Thanksgiving. Followed a few of my own which includes, you know, splitting a fifth of whiskey with somebody and just <laughs> demolishing it before dinner, which we ended up doing very quickly. Uh, sadly, I was a late riser on Thursday morning, so I couldn't see Zot stuffing the turkey's hoop. So <laughs> that's, a, that's another thing I'm kind of bummed about. Um, no, but it was just overall, it was a great weekend in the land of old and new money. Uh, speaking of new money, how about Alec beating Zot this week? Holy shit. I can tell you what, that's something we never expected to come out of the woodwork here. He's um, beaten two of he beaten me and him, two of the top, I guess tied for first place teams. He's beaten both of us. You know, he's like Michigan State football. He wins the games he shouldn't, loses the games he should, you know. But a great Just performance regardless. Didn't make the playoffs too, but or a bowl game, I guess if you want to call it that. But you know, I don't know what the hell he does, but his team just shows up when they need to. Well, you know, he How's had your, to, uh... <laughs> he had been a favorite for, for being last place, but pulls out some wins out of his asses. So puts himself safely up there. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was good. It was quiet. You know, nothing much really happened. Uh, just me and the fam, you know, a little bit of a little bit of drinking, a little bit of betting, a little bit of, you know, football, watching sports, <laughs> turkeys, hoops, all that, you know, all the good stuff. But, you know, it was a great one back to be uh, – are happy to be back on the grind here with the boys recording again. So uh, looking forward to it. That's going to be a huge week 13. It's going to be a good one. I mean, last week, uh, obviously, Serge sent out that little spreadsheet um, before, you know, we, we recorded this. So we kind of all know where everybody stands. Um, pretty easy to, to kind of figure out, you know, who's going to be where in the league. Um, but we have a really tight race. For both the the top seed and last place, I mean, two guys at three and nine with Harry Houdini and intern Pierre, uh, top of leaderboard. I mean, three way tie for first. Um, if you don't count in points for, I mean, Bill, obviously, uh, you're number one up there at nine and three. Diabolicals out at two. Horton with West Chicago Valley Walkers at three. Uh, so let's get into it. I guess we'll we'll go ahead and this will be kind of a a playoff minded uh, type podcast. We won't really go into weekly week recaps. None of that. So we're probably going to keep it a little bit shorter. Um, just talk about playoffs, kind of what we think is going to go on and and uh, who we think is going to take it down. So uh, let's let's get into projected playoff bracket first on ESPN. Um, obviously, you and Zot have the, have the, the two buys here. Um, I Honestly, I think looking at this, I think Stu Boy is going to lock up that sixth seed. Um, with his points four, I mean, me and... Hyatt got to outscore him by a hundred plus to even have a chance. So with the way Stu Boy's team going, I think we pretty much have our bracket set as as the six and five spot. 
uh, or four, five, six, I guess, with kind of a battle. For one, two, three, I mean, you only have, what, 44-point lead to hold on to first. I mean, do you think this week is uh, is going to be enough for you to, to keep that number one seed? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about that. You know, I think, well, first and foremost, this is the big matchup this week because I play – West Chicago Belly Walkers. So it's, you know, battle of two nine and three teams. Um, winner of this gets the first round by loser has to do one of the play in games in the wild card. So this does have big implications and, you know, it's already feeling like a playoff game um, in week 13, but, you know, I think if I come away with that win, I get either the one or two spot I lose still could sneak into one of the buys with the point differential should, um, Zot lose so it's definitely something to look at but I'm not feeling safe at all by any means yeah I guess safe enough to be you know in the top three guaranteed which is which is great I mean that I guess top four if you put bees in there he could sneak in but I mean I like the way you guys are sitting um I think your team has a lot of steam to to keep going you know obviously I tried to sell you on McCaffrey a few weeks ago but I mean that that guy wouldn't go for files fire sales so um I, th- I think you guys got got it pretty much locked up. Uh, let's let's go talk about the last place teams now. So we got McIldouche and Morgan at nine and ten, four and eight record. McIldouche already claiming that he's you know he's free, which I think he is. He's good. <laughs> he's got a good amount of points for. I don't know. He probably shouldn't be four and eight with fourteen and a half uh, or yeah, fourteen hundred points um, for. I, I think really it's it's going to be a toss up with Houdinho and Pierre. I my prediction: Pierre takes the cake. You know, whatever the punishment is, milk mile, all that. I th- I think Pierre's got it down. What do you think? Yeah, he'll take this one on the chin. I, I mean, I don't foresee him beating Zot this week, and that's you know unfortunately where he's at with his week thirteen matchup. So, um, you know, he's a man of his word. Whether he, whether or not he does a milk mile or he eats those blazing wings. I don't think this is going to mess him up too badly. I think it's, this is just fuel for him going forward. I know he had a lot of injuries to his team this year, so he's kind of drew the short straw on that end. Yeah, like you said, you know, he definitely has man of his word, so I don't – and like you said, he's going to take this on the chin. I don't think he's going to, you know, be bitching and whining about it. So I like to think that, you know, he's locked up and we can kind of look at look ahead to when he does the punishment, but – you know, a lot can happen in this league, as we've seen, you know, the last few years. So don't count anybody out yet. You know, he's got to get a win. And then Houdini's also got to take down McIldouche, which they're both projected to lose by 10-plus. Um, that's assuming everybody set their rosters. But, you know, I, I, I think that we got pretty much last place going there. Um, let's let's move to the middle guys here. Um, we kind of touched on a little bit, but Stu Boy in the sixth spot, uh, Yon seven, not having a good time at eight, who really made a strong push at the end of the year. I don't think it's going to be enough. I mean, Stu Boy's got almost 1,500 points for solid, solid record. Um, I don't know. I think he's locked up six. I think Yon's and and not having a good time are just going to sit there in seven and eight and take their licks, pay the 50 bucks, and move into next year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, unless there's some – insane 50 point performances this week like Tyreek Hill you need like four of them on your team yep. to maybe try and leapfrog Stu Boy looks like the playoff brackets you know all all uh, sorted out but what remains to be seen is where everyone is seated by the end of this week which is going to be 
I think a big talking point going forward is just, you know, who is going to be getting those buys and who has to fight for the semifinal game. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, I think the way the bracket's looking right now, the projected bracket, um, I think it's going to be a really fun battle. I mean, there's some teams that are really damn good. I, you know, you hope it doesn't come down to, you know, players being rested uh, week 16 when that comes around. I, I doubt it. I don't really see teams wanting to do that this year, um, unless you're kind of the Steelers and you have everything locked up, which Steelers play the Browns week 16. That could be a big game for the Browns. Jot it down. Um, but, I, you know, if I have to give my predictions, obviously you and Zot with the buys. I think Bees moves on. And I'm going to say this now. I like the way Stuboy's team is trending. I think Stuboy takes down West Chicago. If, if that is indeed the matchup, six versus three, I think Stuboy's going to advance to the semis. Does he move on against Zod? I don't know. But that's, that's going to be my take for right now. You know, what, I guess what kind of pushes that, uh, that take a little bit further, too, is Belly Walker's just got dealt a lethal blow with Will Fuller taking a couple of shots up his Oof. ass, and now he's out for the rest of the season. So – you know, he, you know, he did give a rebuttal. He has Galladay to fill that void, but that's a pretty big void going from a number one receiver from a top five quarterback to getting receptions from Matthew Stafford with Galladay, where the team is just kind of falling apart right now. They have an interim coach the remainder of the season. So I don't know that that could end up being a big, a big uh, thing to circle when it comes time for playoffs is how is this team going to perform without Will Fuller? Yeah. And I think guys got to be afraid of Stuboy. I mean, it, if it is four there in the three spot, if it is you, if it is Zod, it could be, you know, that three in any random order, essentially. Uh, but I think you don't really want to run into Stuboy. Schumann, um, you know, it's, it's – no. no. I don't think gone. the steam is there. I mean, this is, this is a talking point I think we're going to touch on in a few minutes here. Um, scheduling is something that I've – I'm a little – PO'd about, but you know, that's we'll save that for a few minutes. I mean, Schumann, <laughs> he's got the second least points scored in the league, and he's sitting seven and five and guaranteed a playoff spot. I mean, do we have to call on the commissioner's office here to? I know, obviously, no division stuff like that, but we didn't even shuffle up the schedule. So, you know, good drafters, good fantasy football players are going to keep playing the same guys. And are most likely going to come out with the same record. Schumann, you know, he he was advantageous in this one and kind of came out on top and stuck into that playoff spot in five. Dude, just I don't get it. His point differential shit. Okay, for one, he has negative eight six point six point differential. The bottom three teams make sense. They all have negative point differentials. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't weigh too heavily into this, but I do think it's definitely a points for a league, and this comes down to scheduling, which. Quite honestly, I don't know how you can mitigate this issue going forward because this year we had just a straight conference. There's no divisions, right? Yep. And on top of that, even – you don't know whose team's going to be shitty. I mean, I guess historically you can kind of look right now at the bottom five teams. The losers are all within that bottom five. But you just don't know who's going to have the worst team. So when you're scheduling, you can't really predict that in the future. So – you know, some people got lucky, got to play a Pierre, no offense, a Houdinho, <laughs> a Morgan twi- twice this year, and they kind of reaped the benefits of it. So I'm not sure exactly how we can schedule this t- this league going forward to make it, I guess, an even playing field, if you want to call it that. 
Yeah, I think it's kind of tough. I mean, I I almost feel that just doing random is probably best. I mean, the fact that we didn't change it at all. Um, I mean, you can't really blame it on scheduling too much. You know, it's, it depends on when guys show up and if they draft well, if they prepared more than the year prior. So it's hard to blame it on scheduling, but you need a scapegoat for everything when your team doesn't perform. So mine happens to be scheduling and CMC being hurt the entire year. So take that with a grain of salt, but I think we got to, that's something that the, the league office has to look into and kind of take a really big gander at and see if we can, you know, make anything a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. I think, I guess going forward as well, one thing I, I personally like to see more is more league involvement in terms of voting on trades. I know we toss it in the chat and people kind of give their, uh, you know, say all and forever hold your yeah. peace, whatever you want to call it. Speak now. But yeah, I, I just think the, a bigger league involvement in these trades would be huge because one, you don't see, see who's vetoing it or voting for the trade. And I think it could really shake it up when you have people like Zot trying to deal three, four times a week. I guess everyone's input's always um, appreciated, and I think that'd be a big thing uh, for the league. Yeah, and I, I think accountability is kind of a big thing, and and obviously with the direction we've taken the last few years, you know, guys are being more competitive. They want to draft and not auto drafting. <clears throat> Zod, um, <laughs> granted, this team's fantastic every year, but um, I think the accountability, you know, we want to know who's voting for trades to go through, who's not, you know, you need to, I feel like you need to put your name on something, especially when you're voting for, for trades like this, that could have serious implications on, you know, coming down to the wire in championship and playoff time. So um, I, I, once again, I think the league office has a lot of work to do this off season to, to keep this league where it's at and keep growing and keep getting better. Um, I think we've been, very good and a lot better than past years, but there's always room to grow. There's always room to get better. So, you know, I like the direction. I think the, the league is in a good spot with some very good teams and we had a, not a lot of disparity, you know, a couple guys in first, a couple guys in last, and then you have the middle guys. So I, I really enjoyed this league. I enjoyed the banter as always with the boys, you know, that's just kind of how we got going, but I've loved every second of it. Yeah, I think this league, the only way this league can go is up. And I think it's shown great progress since the uh, inaugural season. Um, I, yeah, I just think everyone's definitely being more diligent about drafts and trades now, like you said earlier. And I think going into next season, that's going to be a big point, is just seeing how much more competitive this league is going to get, how much more shit can we talk, and how how many trades can we just dupe Zod out of. So <laughs> I just want to see I just want to see this league progress and maybe next year – we put a little bit more thought into the uh, punishment instead of being last minute, like yeah. always. Um, so I think definitely there should be a deadline for punishment and everyone should put in at least one idea. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I think, you know, Nas is always saying, you know, this is a player's first league, which I agree with. I'm not, I'm not discounting him or anything, but you know, I think everybody has to have equal involvement and equal say and everything. And, and things seem to be timely and need to make sense for the whole league to do so. Like you said, I think it's just going to keep getting better and better. Um, so let's see, what else we got to talk about? Um, anything special you want to discuss before we kind of go into our predictions and then wrap up here? No, I think one thing I just want to touch on really quickly is, I guess, my concern for the playoffs. I don't know which way this playoff bracket is going to shake out between the top six teams. You can make an argument for 
top four probably right now if you're looking at that uh, chart. Person I want to avoid the most right now is probably Dr. B's. He's been on a hot Yeah, we streak. barely talked about dropped him. 100, dropped 160 last week, and I just think this is a team to look out for in the playoffs. I'm personally hoping whichever way the system for scoring works, I'm not on his side of the bracket. I'd rather face him later on if I could, but um, that's definitely a team I would circle on, on that playoff bracket to watch out for because that team's for real. Yeah, I mean, you've really got to be worried. He's got three, you know, fire starters on that team, and Kyler Murray, Derek Henry, and Tyree Kill. And we've all seen what Tyree Kill can do. I mean, goodness gracious. The kid puts up 167 as a team last week with Tyreek putting up 57 himself. So when you got three guys that are averaging over 20 points a game, you know, you, you got to figure you're going to be in pretty decent shape, especially heading into the playoffs when you're trending upward. You can't discount Doug Baldwin putting up 53 <laughs> earlier in the season, too. So, I mean, anyone on his team can just pop off at any second. So, that's definitely something to be worried about moving forward. But, um, you know, hopefully for the sake of the rest of the teams in the playoffs, no more suspensions or injuries plague them so we can actually have competitive playoffs. Um, and I guess if not, you're going to have to hit those waiver wires pretty hard. Josh Gordon finally got off uh, probation <laughs> from the league for smoking pot, which is now legal. Uh, so who knows? You know, maybe maybe he'll be an asset week 16 if someone needs needs a receiver. Yeah, really they got, in Seattle, they have two of one of the largest men at the position of wide receiver in history. I mean, DK and Josh Gordon. So I, the Seattle team's going to be fun to watch. I think whoever gets Josh Gordon actually has a, a chance. And I, I – you know, he's a former Brown, so I hope he pops off. You know that personally, but what do you expect? You ex- expect guy to stay clean when he lives in Seattle? Like, of course he's gonna smoke pot. Obviously, <laughs> why he got suspended, but of course he's gonna smoke pot where it's legal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the NFL is doing it again to us. Um, league. All right, so let's get into uh, before we wrap up here. Let's let's do our predictions. Um, Obviously, you're going to be in the playoffs, so if you think you're going to win, you can say that. You know, you might get some heat from the league, but not from your co-host. So, <laughs> Serge, who's who's winning the league? At the end of the day, who's taking it down? All right, I guess I'll put a – I'm going to go – like, I guess playoff bracket-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it ends up being Zotnike clinching those buys. I'll, I'll have the one. He'll have the two based off point differential, okay. points four. Um, then it looks like I'll draw the four. If I beat Belly Walkers, it looks like he dropped a four. So I'd have him on my part of the bracket. So it would be four versus three, or four versus five. Four versus five. The five being probably Schumann. So it would be myself, Schumann, Fortin. I think Fortin, I have the rematch for that part of the finals. Other side, fuck, that was brutal. Uh, <laughs> other side of the bracket, that leaves Zot, Stewboy, and Bees. Zot having the bye. I think Bees squeezes one out past Stewboy. Hot take, he beats out Zot, and I play Bees in the fi- in the championship. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I, if, it go, if it comes down to that and it's a week 16, the Chiefs really need that bye. Tyreek could go off and fuck me. So... <laughs> I don't know. I'll leave that as a TBD, but I don't know. The way that Bees' team's been playing, I don't know if I could beat him. He's a tough team to run into, so you better hope Schumann keeps that match going if he for won one more grand. week. <laughs> it would just really piss me off if he won the league, but uh, 
who fucking yeah. knows anyways anymore, man. It's twenty. It's twenty twenty. Dan will win the league. I'm just gonna put it out there. Dan will win the league. Congratulations, there it is. Dan. Twenty twenty champion. You heard it here first. Mark that down, Doctor B's. <laughs> um, shit. I mean, this is this is a tough one, but I think Schumann runs out of steam. Um, and I'll put a line on this right now. I'll put Schumann at plus one ninety. Um. If if he does hold the five spot, which I think he will, if it goes five four in this projected playoff bracket, I'll put the line at Schumann plus one ninety. I'm not doing a spread because that's fucked. But Schumann is the NFC East <laughs> of this playoff. <laughs> he sucks. I don't know how the fuck he got in here, and now someone's got the the pleasure. Yeah, of it's an easy walkthrough. So needless to say, I got bees moving on to play you. Um, I said this earlier. I think Stu Boy takes down West Chicago. I like Stu Boy's team. I like the way he's going. So I got Stu Boy taking that down. Oh, shit. Um, you know, co-host, I hate to do this to you. I'm a natural uh, born contrarian. You know, I can't go with the favorites every time. You know, you got to put I know. some dogs. Oh, we know. We all know. <laughs> so this. I got bees moving on to the championship as well. Um, but, you know, I think as as much as it pains me to say this, I think I have Zot winning the whole thing. I think Zot goes by Stu Boy, and I think he takes down Bees in the finals. So, hate to say it, but I guess it's not really a contrarian move. I mean, he's a pretty solid team, but I got I got Zot taking down Bees in the finals. Might need to have someone over at the league office dump some Beaver tranquilizer. <laughs> An antler spray in his players' drinks, so he can't, can't play in Week 16. But I can't see. I can't go into the holiday season knowing that. Yeah, we're gonna have to keep guy. a close eye out for a little, maybe a little bit of collusion here, something like that. So, <laughs> someone found a little bit of powder in his quarterback's <laughs> locker. <laughs> All right, Serge. Uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off here? No, just looking forward to this Week 13 matchups and. Uh, Finally seeing how his playoff rag is going to shake out. Um, I guess Cam started drinking that Pepto-Bismol or getting ready for a mile because I don't see, I don't know how the hell this is going to Oh, that's work. perfect. <laughs> all right, boys. As always, Jones and Serge signing off. Uh, best of luck to all you guys in, in week 13 and going forward in the playoffs. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.